0: Welcome to the FBA Profits show with your hosts, Zuby and Leland. Did you know that one-third of U.S. small businesses are not operational due to the pandemic? Over 70% of U.S. small businesses shut down in March, but more than half indicate they increased interactions with clients via the internet. And 36% of personal businesses using internet tools are now also doing all their sales online.
1: Hi, welcome to FBA Profits. My name is Leland. My name is Zuby. Hi, Zuby how are you?
0: Good yeah I always say my name is Zuby but my name is not really Zuby it's, oh. it's my nickname you know but <laughs> I'm called Zuby.
1: <laughs> All right you yeah. want to go Anyways. for full disclosure or you're just no, teasing no, for a future date? Just
0: that, just that you know just you got you got to always want, want them, leave them wanting more. So. Exactly. Yes that's a teaser.
1: Well today we're talking about a really exciting <laughs> topic so hold on to your hats. We're going to talk about insurance, but not just any type of insurance, business insurance. Wow, that's good. But
0: Not just any kind of business insurance, <laughs> general <laughs> liability insurance for your Amazon products.
1: I'm already that's falling really asleep.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this is, you know, uh, we've both had different, been involved in different businesses over time and then had our own. And it's one of those things where uh, at some point it just becomes the no brainer. So of course, here we are talking about that. You know, you have an FBA business. Do you need that insurance? Well, you got Amazon, right? Amazon's the platform you join to. They're a huge company. Uh, you're buying stuff from, you know, Best Buy, Walmart, Toys R Us. Well, they're not around anymore. But you from all these other people. And actually, they are around. Take they're They're online, yeah. You're getting it online. You're getting it in retail. That's their product. What do you have to worry about? You're just a reseller. You're not manufacturing, right? You're just retailing and Amazon's handling everything else. So why do I need to go out and start paying a premium every month?
0: So the question is,
1: Zuby, do you need to get insurance if you're an FBA reseller or seller?
0: Ah uh, yes, yes and no, which is like the greatest answer ever, right? <laughs> Do <you> explain. <laughs> it's my, it's my favorite. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to be held liable for anything. So yes and no, <laughs> um, pun intended. Um, yeah, Amazon has as part as part of you know when you, when you open your seller account with them, uh, there's like a 98 page agreement that you sign. I'm sure everybody reads it. But within that agreement, uh, there's a section that specifically talks about insurance requirements. Um, it's fairly detailed, but the gist of it is: um, if you are a pro merchant, meaning you're paying them forty dollars a month to have the pro uh, merchant account, which if you are serious on selling on Amazon, you absolutely have to have it. We've talked previously about you know the the value that that brings. Uh, most importantly, the Buy Box uh, algorithm is completely skewed towards pro merchants um, and FBA sellers. So uh, you definitely want to be a pro merchant if you're selling on Amazon. But if you are, then uh, Amazon requires you to have a, a million dollar per occurrence general liability insurance, commercial general general liability insurance. Um, but only at, once you hit $10,000 a month in sales. Um, so there is that little caveat. So if you're a smaller business um, you're just starting out, you're doing five grand a month or seven grand a month, and you hit 10,000 one month, and then you go back to 3,000, and you may not need it. Um, as soon as you hit that 10,000 per Amazon's TOS, terms of service, you do need it. But uh, you know once you're doing consistently 10,000 plus in sales, then uh, Amazon's requirement is that you get general liability insurance. And they're very, uh, we'll, we'll, put a link at the bottom of this uh, episode where you can go and read for yourself what the pro merchant insurance requirements are. It's very specific as far as what, what the verbiage needs to be, um, naming uh, Amazon as additional insured and exactly how it needs to be. Um, and then once you you get that, one, one, of, the, one of the issues with, with this insurance that uh, you'll run into is that uh, a lot of insurance companies don't really know what this is or understand how to give this to you? Um, I had to go through a bunch of different ones, and my, my uh, the 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 premium uh, that the initial premium that my agent found me was exorbitant, was extremely high. Um, and then I went back to him and said, "Look, I, there's no way that I'm going to pay this much money—it's thousands and thousands of dollars for a uh, liability insurance—and I'm just starting out. I was doing maybe 14000 dollars in sales a month." Um, And so I told him that that's just not going to happen. And so he went back and he did his research and then eventually found um, uh, a uh, a insurance company that actually would do that for me for a lot cheaper. Um, They they were able to get that done. They were able to um, get me a really good premium, uh, which was less than 50% of what this large major one uh, insurance company was charging. Um, and it uh, filled, uh, fulfilled uh, Amazon's requirements. So it's important to shop around is what I'm trying to get to. And, and uh, it's important to find an agent that understands it. Most agents don't understand it because they're into home, commercial, rehab, uh, auto, or even commercial insurance agents might not really understand what Amazon's uh, requirements are. If, if you need if, if you need an, an agent um, and uh, you want to know who my agent is, shoot me an email, uh, you know, contact me, however, and I'll be more than happy to refer uh, him to you. Um, we My agent now understands this. He didn't initially, but now <laughs> he understands it very well. Um, so well, it is that's, worth mentioning.
1: Uh, it is worth starting aren't you? Start with if you have homeowner's insurance, if you have auto insurance, start there. Cause I know with, my insurance, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a bundled savings. They're gonna help me out. And for every business that I have or I'm involved with right now, that's what's happening. So they kind of know what I'm up to. They know what's going on. I have a track record with them. The underwriters at the, you know, the the company know, they know me. So that can help. Don't be afraid. Like with your experience, the first thing was they just don't understand. It's not that way. It's worth shopping around. I'm not saying that. But always start with if you have auto insurance, start with those known entities because they already have a relationship with you and even ask for a referral. Tell them who else in the industry is doing this that competes against you. Most agents will tell you because they're trying to get the best. They, they want to lock you in into a deal and they're going to meet it. So it's not a, just a done deal that you have to go with one. And that's how it is. And it's too bad. I'm, I'm with you with uh, make sure to shop around.
0: Yeah, it's and and something like this, um, like you said, it's boring. It's boring. Uh... Yeah, completely. It's something that most people don't like. They don't think about, but it's needed. Um, you know, we'll, we'll make it a little, I guess fun is not the right word, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give a couple of uh, examples that I've read about. Well, um,
1: let's stop for one second. I mean, let's talk. And, and I, I'm assuming people already know what this is and that's because of just our, you know, you have the experience, right. I have the experience, but general liability, insurance? You know, what are we talking about? And so I, the way that I think about it is it's the break glass in case of emergency, somebody gets injured and that could even be you, but typically it's another party or there's damages related to other parties or even to a piece of property. And um, sometimes it can be as simple as you're doing business out of your garage and somebody comes to visit and the boxes fall on them. Or they're clumsy and they fall. The insurance is there for the things that happen afterwards, which is, you know, uh, we're in a litigious society, so they may get the idea, I need to sue you. And that's where that can kick in so you're not out on your own. I mean, clearly we're talking about FBA and how it relates to FBA. And we'll get into why, you know, you need it, even though Amazon is there and you're buying possibly products from other big manufacturers or retail box stores, but you, If you're doing business at all, I and mean, this is from me, it's not, and I'm not an attorney, this is something to absolutely have only because you can't control everything at every single moment, whether the boxes are falling or somebody walks at the wrong place at the wrong time. These are all things beyond your control. And that's why that's there is an entity can step in right away to protect the vehicle, which is the company. And that if you're doing it as an individual, that's sort of a different conversation. But if you've got an LLC, you incorporated even a DBA, you're going to want some bubble wrap around that vehicle just in case something happens. I've, I think out of all the years of doing this, I've had to make one phone call. And right after that phone call, that inquiry was done because it didn't fit the guidelines of what the insurance covers. But you want to have, it's like car insurance. How often do you use your auto insurance, right? You want to have it in case something happens.
0: Not, not only that, there, there are people who, um, you know, ambulance chasers, there, there, there are people who go out of their way to try to find an easy way to get as many pockets as possible. The deeper, the better to get them to pay them for something. Um, you know, the, the easiest examples are, you know, you go to Walmart, somebody spills some water and then they slip and fall. And now you have to pay them because they injured themselves because there was a negligent Negligence on Walmart's part because there was liquid on the floor. That those people are looking for the lowest hanging fruit. Uh, Walmart, they wouldn't, you know, you, they. That's a big guy. The Walmart has lawyers, a fleet of lawyers that are going to defend them. But as an FBA seller, you and I, we are not nearly as big. Granted, we don't have as much money, but it's a lot easier for a lawyer to scare us. It's a lot easier for us to get yeah. to get a lawsuit paperwork on the mail fedex to us and we i mean we, most people are going to get really really you know scared really really nervous and they're going to try to figure out a way to save their business save their you know if if, if the corporate veil has been uh, pierced in any way then now you're even your business if there's been any if you don't have insurance and you we're eight, we're, you have an LLC, but somehow you use the LLC funds to pay for something for yourself personally. Well, a, a, a lawyer can go ahead and say, hey, that corporate veil has been pierced. You are personally responsible for everything that that the business is responsible for. They can come after your home. They can come after your livelihood, everything. I mean, not to scare you, but well, that, I was going to say, but
1: into to that. Yeah. And to that point, they don't even have to look, you're talking about the veil being pierced and that's, when it gets in front of a judge, when they're just filing the paperwork, they're going to list every name. And so the example that comes to my mind is at some point we had the solar eclipse that was happening and it was viewable for a considerable part of the United States. At some point, everybody was racing trying to get some type of sunglasses, whether they were made from plastic or cardboard to be able to see the solar eclipse. So the hypothetical that was floating out there was what if, you purchased from another party from somewhere. It could be here, anywhere. It doesn't really matter matter where they were made, but you started selling on Amazon these glasses for X amount of dollars. And all of a sudden there's a large group of people who have eye damage from looking at the solar eclipse, using some type of defective set of sunglasses. When the attorneys get together to, to make that lawsuit they're just going to start with the top and they'll name Amazon because they're hoping Amazon's just going to write a check and then they're, they're done, but they're going to run through everybody who sold them. And my point to this was they're not going to care whether the, they're going to put every possible name that they can, and then they're going to put it on those parties to remove it for you to come and say, okay. why did you put me individually? I have an LLC. Okay, great. File the paperwork. Your name's off. Now let's talk about the LLC. Having the insurance sort of, again, back to the bubble wrap, it allows you to hand it over to them and say, this is what's happened. You deal with it until you absolutely need me for whatever, you know, facts deposition. You become
0: a bigger depo- player. Yeah, You become a bigger player in there. So your defense team becomes bigger, right? Yeah. So the, the insurance in the company, you might not be liable for a million dollars, but the insurance company could be liable for up to million for a million dollars for occurrence. So now they have a much... More sophisticated team defending you, um, and because they don't want to pay out, so insurance is, is 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 a necessary evil. I think in 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 any business and anything you do, uh, if you have employees, workers' comp, especially if you're in California, workers' comp is ridiculously high. But if if you don't have it, you can get in trouble. I mean, it's you're hoping that you never have to use that insurance. But if you do, uh, it's, you, you need to have it. So, um, and we're not talking workers' comp, we're talking about, about the general liability insurance, but so a, any kind of insurance.
1: To yeah. ask you a question, so we've, you've, you've fulfilled, I think we fulfilled the yes portion, but you also said no. You didn't give us the other side of the coin.
0: Oh, ah, uh, see, so you didn't pay attention. I said, I, I explained the no initially under 10,000 in sales. You don't need it.
1: Ah, in F- yes. in the eyes of Amazon. Amazon. So that's a checkbox for them, right?
0: Yeah, um, we're talking about Amazon's requirements, right? From right. from a business perspective, you want to have insurance as, as soon as possible. Yeah. Um so, so some of the more specific like your your example of of the solar glass sunglasses is a great hypothetical one, but um, just a few months ago, I had the opportunity to Purchase, you know, hundreds of thousands of uh, face masks. What the 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 for the COVID um, era, right? And in in really thinking about it and going digging a little deeper into the issues with it, I, I decided against it, against going and purchasing, you know, a, a pallet for or a, a container full of. N n95 face mask from china bring it here li- private label it myself or put my brand on it and and, and start selling it because the the, the it, it, if it's fake if there's no way for me to know right there's no way for me to know if it's gonna group of people get sick and i i, I can become part of that it just it wasn't worth it that the um right now um not it's not it's on topic so right now i'll i'll mentioned a story that you and I have talked about before Mm -hmm. there is a case the first ever where uh, Amazon lost the case where um, a lady uh, Pennsylvania I believe it was uh, purchased a dog leash um, from a third-party seller on Amazon and the leash um, snapped while she was out walking it snapped back hit her in the eye and she lost an eye she sued and she sued Amazon. Um, up until now, anytime Amazon has been sued for a defective product that a third-party seller has sold, Amazon's defense has been, "Hey, look, we're not the seller; we're a marketplace. We shouldn't be liable. The seller's liable for it. Um, we have no way of controlling the authenticity of a product. And we, you know, the, the, if it's defective, it's the seller's responsibility. We didn't sell it." Um, for the first time ever this year, it was earlier this year where a, a judge said, "Nope, sorry, Amazon, you are responsible." You are responsible for any hazardous, defective product that's sold on your platform because you're controlling the whole customer experience from which customer gets matched with which uh, seller is all based on the algorithms on your website. So you are responsible for it. Amazon's going to fight this all the way to the Supreme Court. And I'm positive of that. Um, If they lose, it's going to change the entire uh, landscape of how Amazon's going to require insurance from its sellers right now you can be selling for five years not know about the insurance requirements not have insurance and then you probably wouldn't be contacted by Amazon it's not at the top of their priority list um, but if they lose that that's gonna become a number one priority because they not now they're gonna be liable for a lot and people are going to sue them left and right so uh, you know there there are instances where people have died you know somebody uh, somebody's uh, Christmas lights that they purchased from Amazon catches a house on fire, they die in that fire. Amazon was not held liable for it. Um, somebody buys a ladder, they fall off the ladder because the ladder was uh, defective, they die. Amazon was not held. Responsible for it. So this is the first case ever where a judge actually says, "No, Amazon, you're responsible for it." So if this becomes a major deal, it's really going to push the whole insurance requirements and liability requirements to the forefront of uh, for us as sellers. So it's important to understand these things and to stay abreast of these. You know, although they're mundane and 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 sort of, um, especially if you're not into the, to insurance or law. <laughs> Uh, they're not that interesting, but it's important to, to stay abreast of it so that you understand what could potentially be coming uh, down the down the road, and, and maybe plan for it if you can. If not, at least you have a better understanding of it and, and can pivot more quickly than others uh, if something major happens.
1: Nice. Any other ground shaking, exciting points for our
0: the. Um, When you do get your insurance, um, there's nowhere on your Seller Central account where you can log in and then submit the insurance. Mm. So you can either mail the certificate directly to Amazon or more easily, you can email it to them. And the email address that you would send that to is COI, which stands for Certificate of Insurance, COI at Amazon.com. So when, when you decide you need insurance, you get your insurance that cert usually your agent should be sending it directly to amazon you can send them their address and they'll send it but it never hurts to for you to email them a copy of that insurance as well just to make sure that you have a paper trail that shows that i have submitted this insurance and there's no issues in the future perfect well thanks
1: zuby appreciate it
0: thank you We'll
1: catch you next time
0: take care bye Thank you for listening to FBA Profits. Visit us at our website www.fbeaprofits.us for more details, like our Facebook group and Twitter for timely news and events.